What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlon. How you doing, Kelly? What's happening? Doing well. I'm doing well. Doing well? I, I'm, I'm sure you can guess that is how uh, 80% of new people pronounce my last name. Bidlon? Yeah, yeah. They're like, hi, Mr. Bidlon? Or actually, no, more accurately, Miss Bidlon, how are you doing today? <laughs> That's right, Kelly, with the unisex name. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, if it's well. an email, oh, it's Miss every time. Well, we love having you, whatever uh, gender you are. It's okay. Whatever pronouns you use, Kelly, you just use them. <laughs> We're happy Thanks, to man. have you. You're so open and accepting. Later, <laughs> Kelly will tell us his pronouns on the show. Can't wait for that. Uh, Kai McKeon will join us for Three Man Weave. Talk college basketball. Three more college basketball tournaments tip off today. Uh, looking forward to that on the uh, heels of the Atlantic Sun tipping off yesterday. The Horizon League, the Patriot League, the Sun Belt. They all tip off today. See if he has any conference tournament uh, futures plays. See if he has any plays for today in a very robust college basketball schedule. Paul Spore joins us. Paulie. Interrupting his offseason of playing video games on Twitch and having people pay to see him make his rosters. Paul will join us from Fangraphs to talk uh, baseball season win totals, baseball futures, how he feels about these rule changes in baseball. Okay, I know you're joking a little bit, about, but like, what? Oh, do no, you, I'm not. I'm not okay, like, do you, is that Paul's whole offseason from baseball? Bro, like, like all this two guy, months of the offseason of baseball? People watch him forget playing video games putting his rosters together. We, we can ask him about it. 
I mean, we did it on primetime action. I'd watch him while he was while we were doing well, stuff. While Matt and I were doing a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd watch him playing it. video games, doing an interview with us with hundreds of people watching. Oh, him. man. It's great. What a gig. And Mike Renner is going to join us from Pro Football Focus, their lead draft analyst. And for those who uh, aren't familiar with Mike Renner, I don't know if he likes me bringing this up, Kelly, but you know I'm going to have to. He's a former <laughs> contestant on The Bachelorette as well. I got to ask him a bachelorette question or two. That won't be too annoying for him. Yeah, he, he, I think he was very okay with it the first time we brought it up. I don't know how much that he was a different, talking that about That was a it different for... show, though. That was, that was primetime action. This is a whole different audience. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Mike, want to talk bachelorette? Everybody else does. I will talk draft with him as well. Get some bets. Um, have a tennis pick coming up on the heels of a uh, dog winner yesterday on Katie Valinets. Hope everybody got on uh, Katie Valinets there in her win. She bageled. Allison Risk in the uh, third and final set yesterday, which was nice. We have another dog pick in, underdog pick, that is, in women's tennis this morning as well. Not quite as early, but we'll get to that momentarily. Kelly has an NBA pick. Um, before we get your NBA pick, can we talk about LeBron real quick? Cause, uh, yes, we can, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh, break in real quick because we news. have this, uh, what I t- texted you earlier, Brian Gutekunst, the uh, GM for the Packers, speaking to reporters right now uh, in Indianapolis. Some of the stuff's just coming down. Uh like I texted you, Gil, we could have a lot here from this or nothing at all, and it appears nothing at all. Brian Gutekunst on Aaron Rodgers, quote, there's nothing to report. We haven't had those conversations yet. Uh, he said, uh, went on to say they've exchanged text messages but haven't spoken in person or on the phone, and those conversations with Rodgers will continue in, at a future date. All right, so recapping breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, nothing broke. <laughs> Absolutely nothing happened. Nothing broke. Which gets us to LeBron James, where hopefully there's nothing broken. But uh, there is fear that Lakers star LeBron James likely to miss an extended period of time. They are calling it multiple weeks now with his right foot injury. James suffering the injury Sunday's win over Dallas, that come-from-behind win, played through it. And the belief is he'll be, you know, depending on who you listen to, an indefinite amount. I, I, the, the thing I'm going to latch on to is expected to be multiple weeks. Now, we will find out more about that today. And so... Lakers odds, because we are supposed to find out more about that today, Lakers odds are currently off the board, except for like, can I just say, Kelly, like a shop like FanDuel for the yes, no playoffs. Yes. There is, there is no no, right? It's just yes. So they put the Lakers yes to make the playoffs at plus, you know, 245 or something like that. Just in case the, the, there's a person who doesn't know about this LeBron injury and they're going to bet it at plus 245. Stop doing that. That's what it feels like. Stop least, doing right? that. Like, I don't yes. care if that, I'm sure that's not what you're doing as a book, but that's the way it feels, right? Don't put, if you don't put up a no, don't put it up at all. So um, we'll, we'll have to speculate or we'll have to do some hypothetical of what, what, what number would it take to you to bet the yes or the no when these reappear. And so, you know, look, LeBron was uh, after the All-Star game. What do you feel about these these remaining twenty three games? And he said these are the twenty these are twenty three of the most important games of my career for a regular season. Like that he qualified it with regular season there at the end. Truth be told, that's hyperbole. No one's going to care about these twenty three games in terms of LeBron's legacy. The whole Lakers part is going to be like, yeah, you won a championship in a bubble and you uh, broke the scoring record. That's going to be the uh, that's going to be the Lakers part of LeBron's story. But he gets hurt, and now with twenty one games remaining for the Los Angeles Lakers who are a half a game out of the play-in. They're tied in the loss column with the 10th place New Orleans Pelicans, but they are a half a game behind them in the win column. So with 21 games remaining, the Lakers on the outside looking in of the play-in. Now let's just refresh the play-in format for people, for those who uh, don't recall it from last year. 
7, 10. So the, the top six seeds of the regular season, they are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. But the 7th through 10th finishing teams per conference the regular season, they play in the play-in. 7 will play, excuse me, 7 will play 8, 9 will play 10. The winner of the 7-8 game becomes the 7th seed in the playoffs and will play the number 2 team. The, the uh, loser of the 9-10 game is eliminated. The loser of the 7-8 and the winner of the 9-10 then play a game to determine who the 8th seed will be per conference to play the number 1 seed. So that's what the Lakers are trying to get into. The, the notion of them getting all the way to 6, well, that now feels like a pipe dream. But now in terms of getting to the play-in, so, this, so when the yes-no playoffs come up, Kelly, it's not just to get into the play-in. It's to then get into the play-in and get past the play-in. Correct. And, and look, you'll see markets, you know, shops like DraftKings, they have to participate in the play-in game too. So just make sure, if you're looking to bet one of these things, there are usually multiple ways to read, bet it. Read but carefully. you are right. Yes-no yes. playoffs is to get past the play-in tournament. And so and I do just want to bring up real please, quick too, yes. Gil, mm-hmm. the um, – I, you're absolutely right. We're, we're, you know where the Lakers stand. It's just we're, it's going to be worth repeating this until I don't know until there's more separation. But the Suns are in the four seed right now, and there is a whole three and a half separate game separation, four game separation between the Suns and the four seed and the Oklahoma City Thunder all the way down in the thirteen seed. Should be stated as well, just for the sake of thoroughness. But now with twenty one games remaining here's what it is. If you look at the remaining strength of schedule for the Los Angeles Lakers, you look at the, at this sort of, you know, Hey, strength of schedule, aggregate winning percentage of their remaining opponents. The Lakers actually come out pretty favorable. Well, no, they don't. Yeah. The Lakers come out pretty favorably in terms of the strength of schedule, because it looks like they have the fifth easiest remaining schedule. Their aggregate, uh, the aggregate win percentage of the remaining games is uh, remaining teams that they play is 479. But that is deceptive, Kelly, because in the remaining 21 games, there are literally only five of those games that involve teams that are out of it. Yes. So 16 of those games, even though it's 479 aggregate win percentage of remaining opponents, really, it's about it's against 16 teams that are in it yeah, in like, terms of looking for a playoff position at the very least. Like even they've got they've got two games against the Thunder. Well, so, what? Sorry, you could you can think what you think about the Thunder versus the Lakers, but the Thunder are still very much in this. And and front loading it because obviously whatever games LeBron is going to miss due to injury, uh, we start at the beginning. It's at Memphis. Then it is at Oklahoma City, but then it's Minnesota, Golden State, Memphis, those three at home, Toronto and New York wrapping up a homestand. Then at New Orleans, that would take you to mid-March. So even if you believe that, let's be optimistic about LeBron. Let's say multiple weeks becomes two weeks. Mm, Let's play it that way. Dude, you still got eight games right there that I just mentioned off the top where, I mean, what's realistic? What's realistic about that? I mean, four and would you take four and four right now if you're the Lakers? Yeah. And call it a day. Yeah, you would. Hell yeah. You You'd would. be like, I'll take the four and four right now. And four and four ain't advancing you anywhere. I don't. Okay. So it, this is, this is, we're doing the whole injury speculation thing, right? And yes. it's, look, do I think we're going to hear probably in the next couple of days LeBron James is done for the season? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Pro- probably. Yes. By the that, way, I think it could go either way. I think you're either really? going to hear he's okay. done for the season or LeBron, who always just seems to manage to overcome. You know, he's physical marvel. 
Uh, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's shorter than it is. But you're right. There is that as well, where it could be over within days. It could be. But I, Gil, I'm telling you, I think with, I, I just think with the with these bunched up teams and some of the lack of just quality on the other teams, okay. injuries. On That's the other exactly teams. where I was getting to. So now all of that in the mix, everything I said, exactly now what you said, because it is a a potpourri of mediocrity. I don't worry. Why well, I came up with that phrase. I like it. What would be the number you would take on yes, knowing all that as a backdrop? What's the number you would take on yes for the Lakers to make the postseason? Maybe it is worth a flyer. And by the way, there's a Ewing theory, to use the Bill Simmons uh, phrase, right? There's also that. Maybe the conclusion that you leap to, like, well, if they don't have LeBron for X amount of games or maybe for the duration, there's no chance they make it. Maybe that's nonsense, too. Yeah. Maybe there is a number you would take on this for them to make the playoffs. What would that be? There's a number. Um, so okay, there always I, is. I did take a small piece of plus 190 for them to make the playoffs Jeez. right after the trade deadline. Oh, okay. Um, so it, I, I think I'm in a unique position, Gil, where I, I it, it would have to be significantly better for me to add on. But – Fair price to bet them to make the to make the playoffs three to over three to one. Oh, at least three fifty, probably something like that. Four to one, I, I might would, actually. I take wouldn't a even sniff it if we get me to four or five, and I'll and I'll talk about. Sorry it. Sorry about my phone; it's my first day on the air. Oh, I didn't. We no one heard <laughs> it. We didn't hear anything. No, I mean honestly, if it's not anything south of four or five to one, I'm not even not even sniffing it. I I, I will say I think you bring up a good point because if there's an over adjustment though, yes, and, and I can get four or five to one, I'm probably absolutely. In on then it then it becomes you know then the conventional wisdom becomes sort of group speak, and you should probably zig to that zag. Interesting. We'll see. We'll learn more about LeBron James today and the foot injury. How many games? Will he be projected to miss for the Lakers, who are now on the outside looking in by a half game of the play-in situation, not even the playoffs? We'll come back. College basketball, Kai McKeon, three-man weave. Next, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older. If physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, as always, call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets at Beating the Book. This is from Paul Medina. Hey, young Gilly, great to have you back, brother. Hope you enjoyed visiting your family and had some rest and relaxation time. Really missed you in the mornings, man. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. This is from Bridge Suite. Interesting Indian Wells tennis tournament. Uh, Indian Wells will not allow laptops. Reason. Gambling iPads are okay, though. Reached out for an explanation. No response. These broadcasts now promote gambling, so who the heck knows? Interesting. I'm going to Indian Wells, Kelly, for a couple days. Nice. Oh, yeah. Tennis is fifth major. Tennis paradise. Sure, Matt is, too. Matt Brown, as well. As featured on the uh, Netflix docuseries Breakpoint. You're right. Terrible name. By the way, you watching the golf one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Wes brought it up with me yesterday on Long Shots. He's like, hey, uh, yeah. he's like, have you finished it yet? I'm like, I, I watched four episodes and then totally forgot about me it. Me Like, too. got wrapped up with me too. sports and completely forgot I about it. I thought tennis was, be- was the better one. 
but I love the Joel Damon episode. Yeah. Did you see that one? Yep, yep. You got you love that guy yeah, after that awesome. episode. Um, anyway, that's interesting about Indian Wells. No laptops. Of the, so if you look in the crowd and you see a dude with a rogue laptop, that, that will not be me now. Is that just like <laughs> is that just like random seating stuff, though, that kind of feels like, hey, like don't be a jerk and bring your laptop to it the feels game? Like, you know, that's why it's I said not like tennis. Way. Everybody has like a lazy boy. Like, hey, let's all spread out. Like, no, you're jammed in there next to something. All bets will have to be made mobily. Uh, let's talk some college hoops, ladies and gentlemen, from Three Man Weave. It's Kai McKeon joining us. How you doing, Kai? Feeling good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Kai and his hair, everybody. Kai joins us with his gelled hair. It's a it's a marvel. Uh, are you excited? Conference tournaments, man. Let's go. Three today begin. Uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. It's the best time of the year. Yeah, March is tomorrow, and I think eight conference tournaments start in this next three days. It's uh, it's gonna be great, like it is every year. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to do like the the Big West and the West Coast Conference here. Watch them in person here. <laughs> Um, see, oh, yeah, see, yeah. If, see if Lorenzo Romar can ruin another Pepperdine finish. It'll be awesome. Are you, Can't wait. Are you, are you taking Pepperdine all the way there in the WCC? <laughs> I think I've learned my lesson, Kai. They, yeah, they, yeah. It, they are so frustrating to watch, right? Because those kids have so mm-hmm. much talent, and you can tell they have no clue how to wrap up games. They have no clue how to stay in a game. None. It's like, could you get a little coaching in there, maybe? Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We'll see at least two of those guys in the NBA yeah. in the next couple of years. Absolutely which... will. Right. No excuses. No excuses. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, before we get to game specific games because it's a pretty good schedule here today, with uh, three conference tournaments beginning, uh, the Horizon, the Patriot, and the Sun Belt after the Atlantic Sun tipped off yesterday. Anything in the conference markets? Let's forget about individual games, but just the conference markets themselves. Did you make a bet on any team in any conference to win their tourney? Yeah, I'm kind of looking at the NEC, so really small conference up there, right? Um, But the reason is, I think all these teams are pretty much the same. There's a lot of parity in this conference. So I think the pricing doesn't make sense from how I perceive the, the actual team um, ability. For instance, Merrimack is the heavy favorite. If they're minus 120, minus 115 at places. And uh, the next shortest odds is, is Fairleigh Dickinson around plus 300. I think Fairleigh Dickinson is a great bet. Um, I think they're just as good as Merrimack. In fact, beat Merrimack on the road. And also there's a team in Wagner that's as high as 12 to one out there in the market that also beat Merrimack at Merrimack um, and could definitely make a run in this tournament. And by the way, Wagner, the highest rated Kimpom team as well. So I think this conference is a little bit interesting with the way they they're priced out. Home teams do host each game or excuse me, the higher seeds do host each game, but still I think there's minimal home court advantage in the NEC uh, and thus, I think the a non one seed team could win this conference pretty easily. All right. So Kai's talking about the Northeast conference. And that tournament begins tomorrow. Merrimack is the number one seed. Fairleigh Dickinson is the number two seed. So they're on opposite sides of the brackets. This is one of these brackets that is actually conventional, you know, where you actually right. see it in, as opposed to, I don't know, what is it, the, uh, the West Coast Conference, which is like this thing mm-hmm. that goes horizontally forever. Um, okay, so I like that. So, so the pick is Fairleigh Dickinson, not Wagner, just to be clear? Yeah, I think I'd go with Fairleigh Dickinson over Wagner. If you want to take a, a longer shot, Wagner, I think, would be my pick there. All right. Any other conference where you have to play? Uh, well, kind of like you said with the conventional format, the OVC does not do a conventional format. They send their top two seeds to the semifinals right away. Yes, they do. That's Moorhead, that's Moorhead and Tennessee Tech. Um, Moorhead, I think, is, is the best team in this conference. I think they've proven that. They're even money. So, you know, a little bit there if you're interested in, in taking them. But Tennessee Tech... At plus 350-ish, could be an interesting play considering they're already in the semis. They just got to win um, two games. That's it. Just win two games, and they can shoot. 
And teams that can shoot obviously can go on runs, small sample size, a couple games here and there. You never know. Yeah, yeah, that's so I'd lean one of those teams. Yeah, Ohio Valley starts tomorrow, but Tennessee Tech won't play their semifinal till Friday night. So there right. you go. Yeah, that's I mean, just from a they gotta you gotta win two basketball games. And who I mean, who are they likely to play? Tennessee State, perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, in the semis of that. Um, okay, that's it for the conferences, those two. Wanna leave it at that? Yeah, and I I like conferences, by the way, that do this, the the smaller leagues. They're trying to send their best team to the tournament, and and I I, I do respect that. I get what they're doing that. I I think it's a good thing to do. As opposed to the Colgate situation, correct, where in the Patriot League, yes, there are a couple play-in games, but essentially Colgate has to win, you know, three basketball games to get there, and one trip up, and good God, that's conference mayhem. Exactly. And, and that team dominated the league. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing in the summit, for instance, Oral Roberts ran the table in, in the summit. And if they lose in, in that tournament, they're probably not going to get in that large bid. So it, it's almost a disservice sometimes to set tournaments up like that. Um, but it is March and that's what makes it exciting for us casual viewers. Yeah. But the conferences and the teams themselves. I kind of get that it's a bit of a raw deal. And it's so much fun going to these games, though, because like you can, oh, there's yeah. so, so little crowd at some of these games. You can be heard uh, heckling <laughs> and stuff. Uh, that might apply to people like Todd Wishnet, my buddy. Uh, okay. <laughs> what about individual games today? What did you play? Uh, I got one normal game, non conference tournament game in the SEC, Arkansas, uh, plus six and a half going on the road to Tennessee. Um, and this is mainly a Nick Smith angle. They are a different team with him in the lineup. He's a lottery pick uh, this summer. When he plays over 20 minutes this season, Arkansas is 7-1 and one against the spread. So I don't think their value is totally caught up with his impact in the lineup. And I do respect Tennessee's home floor, but I don't really like what I've seen from them recently. Just 3-5 and five straight up, 2-6 and six against the spread last eight games. I think they're struggling a bit right now. And Arkansas, they're at a different level with Smith in the lineup. Any uh, bets inside conference tournament play today? I got one. It's in the ace sun, Stetson. Stetson pick. I think you can find plus one out there even. Um, they are hosting Lipscomb today, so it's at Stetson. Um, the ace sun is a really strong home court this year. One of the stronger home court advantages in the country from an ATS perspective um, as a conference. These teams also just played Friday, which is a little bit interesting, and they went to overtime. And the first match, it went to over t- overtime too. So Two evenly matched squads. Both teams won at home. But also a key point of this, Steven Swenson, Stetson's point guard, leading scorer, their quarterback, he's missed the last two games. He missed Friday. He's hoping to be back in this game, had an ankle injury. If he's back in, I think this line is very short. Kempom has this minus four. Um, getting Stetson at a pick, even with him out, I think is good value. If he's in, I think it's great value. And Stetson, a team that can catch fire, best offense in the A-Sun. Nice. All right, uh, Kai, before I let you go, yesterday I did the old uh, college basketball formula, which works every year, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to ask this of you in a different way. So the six teams that came up, three on the inside currently looking out, three just on the outside looking in, Alabama, Purdue, Kansas, Houston, UConn, UCLA. If I came to you from the future and I said, hey, Kai, uh, none of those six teams won the national championship. Not Bama, not Purdue, not Kansas, not Houston, not UConn, not UCLA. What team won the NCAA title? I think it's going to be Houston. No, no, can't and be they, one of those. You're not allowed to oh, be pick oh, one of those six. Oh, oh, not one of those. I'm sorry. Uh, boy. It's a very tricky game not, I'm playing with you, yes. Kai. How about Gonzaga? 
Oh, stop it. <laughs> no. I say it every year, too, and it's never come true, but it will. It will eventually if I keep saying it. You're like the golf better who, like, bets the same guy every week for that, fear that they don't, yeah, win. That's right. For fear that they hey, win the one week you don't bet them. That's right. Best offense in the country, I think they're getting a little bit ignored. Uh, just because they're not the number one team, still top ten, still going to be a top three seed, I think they can do it. Wow, that would be the irony of all ironies. If this was the year that they won, Very. where no one's no one's looking at them. Of those six, though, if if I change it around, you did say Houston. I, I'm going Houston. Most balanced team on both ends, and Kelvin Sampson. I've said multiple times. I think he's the best coach in the country. So I'm going with coaching experience, toughness, and and being good on both ends of the ball. Kelvin Sampson. Uh, couple uh, endings in Sweet Sixteens. Couple endings in Elite Eights. Couple Final Fours in his career. Right. Thank you, Kai. Appreciate it. Enjoy all the conference tournaments, man. Thanks, Gil. Kai McKeon at Kai. That's at KY underscore 3MW. You want his personal Twitter, but the old three-man weed picks, they're all at 3MW underscore CBB. Kelly and I both made some NFL draft bets. We didn't know that uh, the other person made some. We'll review them next. Go over another prop there in the draft. It's a numbers game right here at Visa. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Do not forget, if you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers getting access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season. Where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out. It's a limited time offer, though. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Kelly, you can't tell the voice is better today? I can tell. I can totally tell. It's not that. I didn't really think it was that bad yesterday. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> uh, we get tweets at Beatty the Book. Uh, shout out to Conscious Observer. Conscious Observer. Remember that uh, discussion we were having yesterday? Criteria? Criterion? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great think- tweet. I think you botched it, Kelly. He said, criteria, typically a plural noun, referring to standards on which a judgment can be made. The singular is criterion. So we, Yeah, we had it flipped. We messed that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, touchdown Jesus. Oh, yeah. Have you heard this Daniel, the latest Daniel Snyder story? Touchdown Jesus uh, pointing me to it. I can't even keep up with him anymore, Gil. Bro, it's a... It's like, a, is this a new one? It's... it's Well, it's a new revelation. Okay. Yes. Because I kind of skimmed through it thinking, like, I don't know how many more stories I need to hear about Snyder, like, yes. you know, stealing money or, like, you know, doing roundabout ways of getting money. That's right. If, mis- if misogyny and stealing money from other NFL owners wasn't <laughs> enough for you, welcome to today. And today's latest thing is... That they revealed that he he took a fifty five million dollar credit line, without a, without having his minority owners approve it, which they are supposed to have. These are three billionaires that own forty percent of the commanders. Used to he he right. since has bought. Roger Goodell didn't investigate it. They said they would. They never did. So that's so now this is a criminal investigation. But isn't this like the most classic rich person thing to do on the planet? Like oh, I, you're embarrassed about not having enough money, so no. you don't tell your other wealthy friends. Well, here's here's some more from that, and this is what Touchdown Jesus is pointing out. When minority partners started looking closely into team finances, they found Snyder had charged the team four point five million dollars to put its logo on his private jet. Allegedly, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> what was the number? Four point five. I'm gonna charge my team four point five million to put our logo on my jet. 
This this dude is the biggest creep in the world. From the oh, moment man. he walked in the door, he kidnapped the love of our lives. Give it back. Hey, Gil, how much you getting from Vizen for putting that logo on your laptop? <laughs> four four point five million. You should renegotiate that. Your next four point five million for the logo on my laptop. Uh, John Burgo on Twitter. Uh, by the way, Bridge Bridge Sweet saying that yes, when he uh, pressed them when he was at Indian Wells, that the laptop did have to do with gambling. He said that they told him that, <laughs> though it's not official. John Burgo, when do you expect to talk some more baseball futures with Spreadopedia? That's Jason Weingarten. Thanks in advance. Uh, we will do that with Jason today. We'll do it with Paul Spore. But we'll absolutely do it with Jason from Under Cloud of Smoke for, for sure. Uh, and this one is from uh, Lance Schaefer. I always listen to Follow the Money every day for three years. I gave your show a shot a few weeks ago. The first bet I tailed you on was Buck's best record 8-1 to one, oh. and the freak MVP 8-1. to one. At worst, I have hedging options. Thank you, Gil. New faithful listener. Hey, man. Come on board. Uh, Jason H11. Oh, he's talking about the unisex name that you have, Kelly. He yeah. says, wait a sec. You mean Kelly Kelly Billen is a dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great Bambino. Hey, Gil, love the show. Will you be having Roxy on the show before the start of baseball season? Not sure if you have mentioned it yet. Great question. And, in fact, I DM'd with Roxy yesterday. We're talking about Roxy Roxborough, the legendary founder of uh, Las Vegas Sports Consultants, uh, the most beautifully dressed man in any sports book at any time. Roxy was the very first guest on a numbers game when we started this show the six years ago. One. Very first day. Wow. It was Al Bernstein, me, and Brent Musburger. Can you imagine me, a little pisher in between those two guys? <laughs> and I did one hour, and it was all Roxy. Anyway, the answer to your question is this, and, and I'm, I'm not making this up, and I hope Roxy's not uh, going to be upset with me that I say this out loud, but you know what Roxy said? Yeah, he you go- brought it up that you were talking to him yesterday. Yeah, he, 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 he said, so the last years on your show, here were my season win totals records. Four and two, four and two, seven and one, four and two. And then last year he got a two and three. And he had said to me before, if I ever don't get a winning record, I'm, I can't do it anymore. I'm like, are you kidding me? You had a two and three. So I, I don't want to be disrespectful to Roxy and, and press him on it, but he, he doesn't want to do it because he got a two and three. Well, this is like this, but that would be the, wouldn't it be kind of proving out that the more he does this show, the more he wins? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why he, I don't It know. took like till year eight for that street dead. We it's kind Roxy. of like, Gil, if I, if I lose everything on golf this weekend, I can be like, well, Gil's back, and that's clearly the problem, you know, that because you were gone, I was winning, so... <laughs> Uh, I don't know where you're going with that, Kelly. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Welch. I cannot wait to hit. I don't. I don't know if he's. Yeah, I don't think he meant it this way. I cannot wait to uh, hit my wifey with quote a potpourri of mediocrity in the coming days. I, don't know. I like that. Best I like listeners that. ever. I just, does he mean his general behavior with his wife? I have no idea. I don't know. All right, we'll go through. I think just tweet, uh, just throw out throw out that uh, that that word to her or that uh, slang. He just he, he gives him slang. a sort of you know carte blanche to act however. He's like, that's eh, just a potpourri of mediocrity. <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. I, I went too far into the tweets. NFL draft. Where would you like to start? Oh, good. Well, we got a new uh, new market posted out there. How about first offensive player to be drafted. Be- all these, all these, we brought it up yesterday. We're going to keep bringing this stuff. Was is that when they post stuff, we're going to keep bringing this up because these things will continue to move. Where was this? This over at DraftKings. Uh, Jalen Carter plus one hundred and five. Will Anderson plus one twenty five. Tyree Wilson, Wilson six to one, and then twenty five to one, and longer after that. It does sound like it's down to the basically these three guys, if not two, if not two at the top. Jalen Carter, who will not be uh, performing in the combine. I use yep. the word performing. 
uh, I guess purposely. I haven't heard anything on Will Anderson, though. I Will, did see that on Carter. Will Anderson, it, it's, it's felt like he's been the, the, the short shot to be the number one defensive player drafted for three years now. Yes. Jalen uh, Carter won't work out either. I do not have a bet in this category. You? I do not. I do not. However, I think it's, I mean, just just in general, right? Wouldn't you usually think the pass rusher has a better chance than the defensive tackle? Uh, I guess. I know Jalen Carter has what, been what up they're there. Ref- what they're referring to as edge these days? Yes, yes. edge, yeah. I mm-hmm. know, right? um, actually, you know what? I'm glad they're referring it to that because the yes. years of trying to, the DN versus OLB-like situation, that was a nightmare. Just just make it edge. Um, I don't have one, but I think this is one that's going to be interesting to mo- monitor. You've seen oh, Jalen sure. Carter way up there recently. I mean, some people, some people, if they don't have the Bears making a trade, they have them going with Jalen Carter with that number one pick. Do I really think that's going to happen? No, but I think this is one to monitor because, like you said, Gil, Will Anderson for seemingly two years has been that first guy, but he's kind of hanging below Will Anderson, uh, Will uh, Jalen Carter right now. And I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if those odds don't flip at some point. Yeah. And by the way, I'm glad you brought that up. We're, we're still two months out. Believe me, this is not set in stone. We may have multiple bets in in, right. in lots of categories, but on bets in well, currently. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I think the only one that's worth bringing up with this market, though, the defensive player, the defensive uh, player market, Gil, is you know, if those, you might be, if it's really just down between those two guys, you might be able to grab little p- plus prices on both guys. If you wanted some, to play it that yeah. way, yeah. If you wanted to play it that way. First pick in the draft, though, of course, is the uh, one that everybody had out first. And I do have a play here. While I was on vacation, I bet C.J. Stroud at plus 682. Damn you. What a number. Um, I don't understand why not why more people aren't thinking he could go one. And I'll, I'll just say this, because Bryce Young is short and slight of build. And what has C.J. Stroud done to not impress you over these years? Yeah. I, I think I missed that. He's down a four to one now. I have a plus six eighty two to go number one. Might he? Uh, you know, not. Of course, there's that possibility. Uh, he certainly isn't the favorite. Bryce Young is. A lot of people like Will Levis. A lot of people like Anthony Richardson. A lot of people. I don't know about a lot of people, but some people think the Bears won't even trade it, which I don't think will happen. But I got C.J. Stroud plus six eighty two. So I uh, so I have that Billy Levi's ticket with Matt Brown at forty to one <laughs> from before. I love him. So Billy I'm Levi's. Just keep calling him Billy Levi's till it's the draft happens. Um, I have that 40 to 1 ticket. I did add Stroud yesterday. You and I talked about this kind of separately. Plus 450. Uh, I did add that. And my thinking is a little bit here. Did I bet that big? No, I didn't bet it huge, Gil. But my thinking is here that the these numbers could shift when we the, during the combine. I really rarely think this combines affect these things that much. But here's what's going to happen this week. Will Levis is going to throw some unbelievable pass or something? Oh, no, no. I'm talking more about Stroud. Oh, okay. But the Stroud versus Young thing, here's yeah. what's going to happen this week. Stroud is throwing. Young is not. Yeah. So Young is going to show up there, and all he's going to be do, all he's going to do, is get to get measured. And by the way, if anybody wants to know, we have official results in on that. Bryce Young was officially measured at five foot ten and a half, is where he comes in at today. Um, so what we're going to hear about, I think, a lot over the next few days, is all this how short Bryce Young stuff is. That's going to keep going because he doesn't get a chance to throw Gill. We're not going to hear as much about his arm. And I think the stock on C.J. Stroud could go up a bit. Here five, ten and a half. C.J. Stroud is six, three. Yeah. Five, ten and a half. I, I went to Skins training camp once when Heath Shuler was drafted. And I was, you know, young kid. I looked at Heath Shuler and I'm like, that guy's playing NFL quarterback? Because he was too short. Yeah.
Oh, man. Mm. I do have one more play in the wide receiver market. We'll get to that Yo, on the other that. side. And NBA division races. We'll take a gander at that. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. And if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion. Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any NHL game. And if you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive over $25 back in bonus bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Tweets. We get them. At beating the book, always appreciated. Jason H. Eleven wanted to uh, comment about Kai McKeon answering Gonzaga to my question that if uh, <laughs> that if one of those six teams, Alabama, Purdue, Kansas, Houston, UConn, UCLA, don't win the title, who would? He said Gonzaga. Jason H. Eleven said Gonzaga equals Ricky Fowler. Yeah, I think that's a good comparison. It's a good comparison. <laughs> Except for Ricky Fowler's currently on his way back up. <laughs> that's true. Jack Hannon. Oh, I got to mention this because I didn't get a chance to yesterday. Jack Hannon read Chris's book, Then One Day, on a flight to Madrid. Excellent. Can't wait to come to the South Point and play some hockey teasers. That's a, a shout-out to one of the uh, the chapters in Then One Day, Chris Andrews' first book, which was really, uh, for those who listen to the Beating the Book podcast, it was all of his story times and written form fleshed out further, other stories added. Then One Day, just a phenomenally great, funny, poignant book. Uh, his second book, then one year turned out to be something he didn't intend for it to be. That was about being a bookmaker himself, uh, nonfiction during the pandemic. And it was <clears throat> a fascinating read in its own right because there's so many things in there where you forgot, oh, my God, that's right, this game. We were lucky that these games were even posted. We were so happy to see this game. It was a tremendous read as well. And I told Chrissy, Chris Valika told Chrissy the same thing, we're vacation readers, so I can't get to your book Adel Fosmu, my brother, his fiction book, Until Vacation. I read his book, Adel Fosmu, my brother, Kelly, wow. available at Andrew Sports. If you go to his Twitter, you can see it on a link there or at Amazon. I read it over <clears throat> my vacation, pardon me, and it was spectacular. And I'm not just saying this because I, I love Chrissy. It, it's fiction. So this is not nonfiction I, like I the know. first two books. He wrote a novel, and he's been working on it for years. It's about, it's a, it's a sports betting story. It was structured so brilliantly, um, and it was just this, it was an awesome read. I enjoyed every moment of it. Felica said the same thing, and I recommend it highly to anybody if you have the time to, to sit down and, and read. I don't do fiction anymore, but this was great, and it was, a, and it made, the character development was great. The structure was great. I don't have time besides on a vacation, but that was awesome. Uh, I mean, we, we've—I think we talked about this off air with Chris before, but it's man, I got enough respect for for a guy who's able to write a nonfiction yes, book, yes, right? 
like where I think I might have a chance to do that, but it wouldn't be much good. A fictional book? Dude, are you kidding me? I literally, I'm like, who are you with I, this fiction? I don't it, even know where I'd start. His next book is going to he's going to go back to nonfiction and continue with some of the then one days and some other story time stuff. And I asked him, about it, do you, you think you have another novel in you? And he's like, yeah, he's working on it. This dude. Wow. One more tweet. This is from Sky High. Oh, this is from Better Brewer, the guy with the uh, the kids. Yeah, he said, uh, jump in the truck to get the kids <laughs> to school. As Kelly is talking, kids is Gilbeck. Me, yes. Yay. What's he talking about? Me, basketball. Kids, why? Because football season is over, he says. What about the draft? <laughs> they respond. Don't worry. We got that covered. Hashtag proud dad. I love these kids. I got some breaking news coming through for you, Gil. Yes, sir. The Giants have released wide receiver Kenny Galladay. What was your favorite moment of the Kenny Galladay Giants experiment? I have an answer for that question. <laughs> um, I think that Kenny Galladay's seventh consecutive unpredicted week as doubtful on the injury report was my favorite moment of the Kenny Galladay Giants try, years. Trying to pull up. Uh, he was doubtful so much they should change it from questionable to Galladay. To, to Galladay. <laughs> it should be questionable, then doubtful should be changed to Galladay. So probable, questionable, Galladay. Yeah, I don't think they do probable. <laughs> do they do probable anymore? Yeah, I don't think they do that in right. the NFL. You're so right. it's questionable and Galladay. Okay, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's play a quick game real quick. The, uh, okay. Kenny Galladay had over under 57 and a half receptions in his two years with the Giants. Under. Oh, it's way under. Yeah. It's way under. No it problem. is 43 is your answer. <laughs> he didn't even crap. Oh, oh, wait, no. I th- that's targets, not yardage. I almost freaked out when I saw yardage. What was your favorite moment? Carson Wentz, by the way. No surprise to anybody. Released by the uh, Washington Commodes yesterday. What was your favorite moment of the Carson Wentz year in Washington? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good one, too. Um, you know, when he goes out onto the field and just looks like he's going to be a great quarterback, Gil, that's my favorite moment every time. This when is he a- runs out. They traded the kitchen sink for him, and everybody knew it was stupid. What are you doing? You know what they say about him, too? He's not, he's not open to coaching. Carson Wentz, not open to coaching. Don't you love reports like that? Yeah. Where it's like, what do you think you are, Michael Jordan? Like, wait, wait, like, like there should be maybe one, or, like, a couple athletes in the history of sports that can be like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Like, if you're Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, I don't know. Probably a couple good tennis greats, right? I mean, I do feel for him because he had the injury and he was great before the injury. And then he had to watch Nick Foles win a Super Bowl title with him, you know, on the sidelines. I get it. It was a bum deal for you. you. Me too. But good God, man. But you got multiple other opportunities. Yes, you did. And you made some bad decisions over and over again. So I did make one more draft bet. Odds to be the first wide receiver draft in the NFL. I actually bet Jackson Smith and Jigba who is the third shot here yep. at DraftKings. Quentin Johnson from uh, Johnston, our boy uh, Matt Duggan's uh, favorite target over there at TCU is a plus 110. Jordan Addison, who a lot of people feel will be the best as a pro. I don't know. Have you seen Smith and Jigman play football? Good God. So, I, 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 Gil, I like your bet. I haven't bet anything <clears throat> in this market, but... Okay, yes, those top two guys have been getting a lot of love. Zay Flowers, I've, his name I've actually heard, heard brought up a lot, but more of an end-of-the-first-round pick uh, for wide receivers. I do think we're, we're going to see a lot of wide receivers going this first round again. Um, but to your point, with Smith and Jigba, this is the guy that we kept hearing right from all these other wide receivers that came out over the years that, hey, like this, we ain't even the best. The best it's, guy is it's, there. It's the famous story of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. 
with with Smith the Jigba saying, okay, which one of you guys is the best? And Wilson and Olave immediately pointing at him. <laughs> Point over to him, yeah. And, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave had pretty damn good rookie seasons in the NFL. Pretty, so I, pretty good. Your number plus 350, I think I like it. I like it. Where did you want to go with these NBA division races? I'm curioso. Oh, I got a couple real quick. Uh, oh, you, actually, you know what? Let's do, oh, pick, let's let's do, do our picks bets. tonight. Let's yeah. do our bets first because people were wondering yeah, about the tennis, tennis pick. tonight. Um, so, well, it's today. It's during the day. Yesterday, we had the winner on Katie Volleynets. Uh, she was plus 122 against Allison Risk Armitrage. She got it done, bageling her in the third set. Another dog play today, Taylor Townsend. Uh, plus 140 against Sloan Stevens, two American players. This is also in Austin, Texas on the hard courts. First ever women's tournament in Austin. Taylor Townsend, plus 140. Again, this is this is one of these things. Yesterday was a fade of Risk more than it was a, back, a backing of Volleynets. This one is also a fade of Sloan Stevens a little more than it is a backing of Taylor Townsend, though Taylor Townsend, if you take her numbers out to a year, actually has much more favorable numbers on hard surfaces, on hard court surfaces, than does Sloan Stevens. The deal with Sloan Stevens is she is a major winner. She won the U.S. Open, as many, many will recall, some years ago against uh, Madison Keys in the finals. Um, she has been choppy since then. In other words, her performances have ranged about as widely as any player on either tour. In other words, she can she can s- sort of recapture some of that greatness at times, and then she can look god-awful. She got bageled um, the other day, con- two consecutive sets, uh, but no shame in, in, in doing so uh, against Krajikova the other day. But the uh, so that it's really a play against Sloane Stevens and hoping that she cannot bounce back quickly with one of her better performances. So Taylor Townsend at plus one forty, especially based on the year long numbers, that is the play. That is about uh, two p.m. I want to say Eastern, eleven a.m. Pacific. But you know, with tennis matches, they're always dependent on the match that precedes them. So uh, I'm not sure if she's the first match out there or not. But that's around when it's scheduled. So Taylor Townsend plus one forty. Your tennis play. You have an NBA play. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, smaller play tonight, but I, I Gil, I've started to do this over the past week or two. Um, it's the look at the teams that are that are you know Tankapalooza. Use, use the T word. We, we're yes. tanking without tanking, and a numbers game tradition. That's right. We'll break this down more late. You know, either tomorrow or Thursday, because yeah. there are some stretches here, and the Spurs and Rockets are absolutely two teams that you should be targeting right now. And, and where they can, where I think it's kind of a tell, Gil, is when they keep moving around starting lineups and they keep taking out guys. Um, you've seen that a lot with the Rockets, but this is a fade against the Spurs tonight. Spurs lost 15 in a row at this point. 15 in a row. 15 or so 16. 15? I played uh, 16. You're right, 16. Yeah. Let's not um, sell them short, Kelly. Let's not sell them short. So I did a Jazz and then Mavericks money line parlay tonight. Mavericks have the Indiana Pacers. I, I only have one cautionary note about the, the, no, the, money, the brain-dead money line parlays against tanking teams. Those tanking teams are so far worse than, like, the fifth worst team that they can actually afford to win some games and it won't matter. Oh, it's true. Yeah. So we should, we should actually talk about that and flesh that out a little after the break. We'll do that. NBA division races and more. Paul Sporer on baseball to numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.